Well, his name is Ryan and he can't wipe his ass. Let me tell you one thing, he'll sure make you laugh. He's a comic by night and he's really quite the lad. And I bet that you'll find his comedy's pretty rad. He likes Wu-Tang and Star Wars and boobs, to name a few. He'll tell you all about it while he takes a poo. Now on to the show, it's time for some laughs from Ryan LaChance. And the people who wipe my ass There we go. this just so you know <laughs> welcome to episode 10 of ryan the shots with the people who wipe my ass it's the first time i've had to do it for you ryan <laughs> get your shit together <laughs> i don't know where that came from mom. No. okay what's up fuckers i'm ryan that was Angie bailing me out. Um, yeah, this is episode 10 of Ryan Shunts and the People Who Went My Ass. Welcome. Glad you came. Nice to see you. Uh, hope that souffle you were making turned out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. <laughs> All right. Um, on today's episode, we were going to talk about um, just... Checking in and letting people know what's on our minds because one of the people that wasn't on the podcast are like, we love when you start ranting and complaining and bitching about shit, so you're getting, I'm giving what the people what they want. <laughs> I'm going to bitch about some things for the next 25 plus minutes and hopefully you enjoy. And if not, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, I would say take it up with my manager, but I don't have one, so you're going to have to email me directly, um, and I'm probably not going to answer you, so <laughs> sorry. Um, just kidding. I won't answer everybody because no one's ever emailed me about the podcast, so I'd probably be excited if someone did, <laughs> and we'd become friends on Facebook and stuff, so... Um, yeah, we share Instagram recipes and shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You're in a goofy mood today, uh, yeah. buddy. I love it. I think, uh, I woke up this morning, honestly, and I was in a lot of pain. So, I don't normally take them this early, but I did have an take a THC pill, and I think <laughs> it's kicking in as we speak. So, this might be the most fun episode we've had. Sweet. At least for my brain right now. It's for your awesome. brain right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Compose myself. Yeah. We were going to talk about COVID exhaustion and... Uh... I'm getting tired of the... Let's start there. I'm getting tired of the word COVID oh, or I pandemic or like six feet apart. Like, why not five and a half and three quarters? <laughs> why not ten? Everybody can just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... I feel, you know who I feel bad for during the pandemic? The strippers, because how are these? I <laughs> know, <laughs> let's get into this. Okay, I know that you can visually see a stripper um, from, uh, like, 
obviously six feet away or more. That makes sense, but uh, like, how are they supposed to make their bread and butter, bread and butter money by doing the lap dances and stuff from six feet away? Like that, that'd be really difficult. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. People still want to see live stuff. I'm sure they can figure out a, a way. There, that wasn't there like peep shows where you could go in, pay, uh, and you just watch from behind a window. And <laughs> what are you old timey now? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Bring we back. we used to go down to the river and up the sea. Somebody pull up their stockings when they're doing their laundry you know, in the river every six months. We waited until the, the spring thaw so the river would flow and everybody ran down to the river and uh, looked at people's ankles and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll carry edge. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all know how you're dealing with COVID fatigue. It sounds like yeah. <laughs> I'm dealing with COVID fatigue by bugging the fuck out of my caregivers. Um, <laughs> yeah? To the point where uh, I'm starting to feel bad for them. Aw. Not in, like, I'm being mean to them, but I can just tell that they're such lovely people and they they just want to to do what's best for me and everything. But at the same time, uh, everybody has their own shit to deal with too, right? Mm -hmm. And because people work 24-hour shifts with me, I can really see, even though I do give them lots of breaks in their own space, that it's starting to affect everyone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's really sad because, like, human beings are supposed to be social. That's true, that's true. And a lot of the fun of kind of hanging out with you is being able to go to your shows and like. Oh, let's not even talk about that. I'm gonna start. Oh, I know. Crying and electrocute oh. myself because I'm gonna cry into the microphone <laughs> that's attached to my face and fry my brain. But I'm doing that internally anyway. Um, <laughs> now, well, okay. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> let's slow it down. Everybody's gonna think I have some sort of problem, but I don't. People, I'm just. I tried. To not be in pain. So basically, to sum it up for everyone that's listening, I am in the, my body and mind are in the, in the moment where I should be on the couch with a hoodie pulled over my head, eating a bag of Dor- family-sized Doritos. And yes, I said family-sized because, let's be honest, um, <laughs> uh, watching cartoons. That's what I should be doing right now, but instead... I'm admitting that to a bunch of strangers on the internet. Awesome. Cool. Um, but you're not all strangers because I'm sure the 15 average people we get listening to are 14 of my friends and my mom. So, um, <laughs> Which is cool. I appreciate each and every one of you. And if you've accidentally clicked on this podcast thinking it was about toilet paper review, I am sorry. <laughs> we will have a future episode where we discuss the intricacies of gas station toilet paper compared to Charmin, compared to Royale. Um, <laughs> that will be episode, I don't know, 73. Mm. So you're going to have to wait a few weeks, but we'll get there eventually. <laughs> um, yeah, but back to what I was saying about the caregivers. Like, I've really noticed um, that the pandemic is uh, affecting how I have to interact and relate and make sure that my caregivers are okay too because 
um, like you said, we can't do the things that we normally do, like go to the shows or even go out to places um, because they keep shutting everything down. Mm -hmm. So, like, in my apartment's relatively big for what I can afford. However, it's not big enough where people still, you know, sometimes you just... Don't get enough space. Yeah, even yeah. if you love the person and you get along with them mm -hmm. and you want to like, spend as much time with them as you can, you still need your own space. I, I feel like this is the, this pandemic has been a big test on just those those relationships with people who are in your bubble kind of thing because you're, you're, you're sort of yeah, leaning on that person for emotional support. It's, it's kind of like you're kind of doing the test on... Is this person the type of person I want to be around the majority of the rest of my life? Yeah. You're like, mm, yes, no. But thankfully, uh, I've had nothing but positive experiences with it. I mean, that being said, I still enjoy my own time. Everybody does. Totally. And I think it's needed for everyone, regardless of what's going on or how you feel. Sometimes you just need to... Doing your own thing for a while. Yeah. But um, it's also, it's been hard to come up with things to do. It really yeah. has. <laughs> you know, like, I have read, I, I did the maths, and I'm on my 113th book um, since, like, the pandemic started, which, I mean, for most people, because a lot of people don't read, there's a lot of books, but to me, it, it's not really because it's all I've been doing, you know? Yeah. It just seems like, um, it doesn't seem like that many because it just, it seems like it's one continuous book I keep reading just because it's one of the things that I find to do. Even now that I paint, I haven't even, like, I really like painting and I should do it more. And I have the time, but I'm not even... Inspired? Inspired or, like, yeah. when I'm like, what do I... What do I want to paint today? And even uh, even though it's more often than not just random brush strokes, because I'm getting used to being able to control paintbrush and everything, I'm like, no one's teaching me how to do this. I'm kind of just painting by numbers without the numbers. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at least you're trying to do positive things like reading's not the worst thing even listening to audiobooks is very productive well it is and I've been learning a ton of stuff like I don't just read uh, like elves and dragons and wizards and stuff like I read a lot of that and yes I read probably too much Star Wars stuff <laughs> but I also have been like reading biographies on like Andrew Jackson and and things about like Laurel Canyon and the the protests in the sixties about the Vietnam War and, and uh, like historical like books on hist uh, on history and yeah. some historical fiction where they take actual characters from history and then write like fic fictional stories about it and mm -hmm. stuff so. I mean, I've been learning a lot about, about that stuff, but at the same time, I'm just like, I feel, I mean, this might be too old of a reference, but Angie, do you remember the show The Jetsons? Oh, yes. <laughs> and how their whole life in the future 
was this like routine, like every day, even mm. the even the way they got dressed and uh, like George only had to work like I think it was three hours a day, but he had to push the same button for three hours. Mm-hmm. I feel like more and more people because of the pandemic are turning into that kind of George Justin where you're just like everything. Like, nothing is new because we can't do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything's just robotic. and Yeah. Yeah. So my point is, is what do we do to fix it? You know? like. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I feel, I feel personally like, you know, maybe if we would have taken a hold of the pandemic like some other countries did. Like, like N- New Zealand and Australia? Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it. They're kind of... It's easier to contain them, but it shouldn't... Yeah, and they're on a fucking island. Well, yeah, but, I, I mean, I know, if that I mean, were the case, then, you know, why can't our islands be a little well, bit Well, they more? keep trying to do it, but they do it two weeks at a time, which is more depressing than anything. Like mm-hmm. It just, it's been dragging on. Like, they started these restrictions November 8th, and I think a lot of people are exhausted and just, like, And it's it. nice out today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's getting nicer, and... Just want to be outside and be around people. Mm-hmm. Like I, I finally went to one of those like ten people gatherings where you're allowed to be outside and be around ten people, mm-hmm. and we were spread out far enough that like masks weren't a big deal and we could just be people again. Yeah. It just, ah uh, man, I was there till three in the morning because I didn't want to go home because it was just like mm-hmm. this is what I needed. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole. It takes a tribe or it takes a village to raise a person. Mm-hmm. I needed that mentality back because... Sense of community and... Yeah, and yeah. just to be outside and be by, like, a, a campfire for all night and just, like, mm-hmm. not have any worries and not be, like, oh... Like, just be able to kind of turn the world off for a while. It was nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just... I really... My my caregiver Emma brought a point up to me today, this morning when she woke me up. She's like, the other thing that I've been dealing with since we're checking in, and is I find I apologize for things that aren't even my fault. Mhm. Yes, you do. Uh-huh. And um, like, I'm trying not to, but I don't know how to break that, break that cycle of like. I don't know. It's like this overwhelming guilt that I have for being disabled. Um, which is ridiculous because I, I didn't cause this and I didn't, like, I didn't choose it either, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought making this podcast like we do would help, but uh, I don't know. Like, I'm going to... I need to talk to a professional. Mm. Um, Me going on stage ranting, me doing this podcast ranting is not enough because I'm not getting what I need. Yeah. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I I never had someone who who was older than me that had quad spastic cerebral palsy that sat me down and was like, this is the way shit's going to go down. These are the feelings you're going to have. These are the, the 
obstacles you're gonna face. Mm-hmm. I'm just learning as I go, and I'm like writing my own how-to manual all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a generally happy person. I like to be happy. I like to make other people happy. Making other people happy makes me happy. But even that's not enough anymore, you know. Yeah. And I think it's more than just the pandemic. I think it's more than the fact that I'm now 42. I think it's a combination of everything. I just think I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I need more help than I can give myself or ask for mm-hmm. my friends and family. So, And that scares me to open up to a stranger and be like, so this happened to me when I was a kid, and this happened too. And, and you know, like I don't know these people from anybody. Yeah. And then you expect you to just, like, crack, <laughs> crack open the vault and yeah. just let it all out. Like, I've gone to counseling and I've gone to therapy and I've gone group therapy for multiple things. I can't do group therapy. I know that because I'm one of those people that are so empathetic that I would hear somebody's problems and I'd worry for them to the point where their problems would become my problems. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so, and unfortunately, my my medical insurance only covers uh, group therapy sessions now. It doesn't. That's kind of bullshit, hey? Yeah, because I, let's be honest, I am talking about things that are extremely personal to me and to the people around me. I don't want to go into a room full of strangers and trust that they're not going to like. Oh, you should have heard what I heard in counseling, you know? Like, yeah, absolutely. They don't sign anything that says confidential. Yeah, like. yeah. And even if they did, like, what's to stop them from mm-hmm. sharing it? So, I don't know where this podcast is going right now, but... Well, we're uh, checking in, Yeah, right? We're checking in. And it's, you know, uh, you definitely don't need to feel guilty about leaning on your caregivers and leaning... On your friends, right? You know, you can call me anytime, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's uh, it's tough because I know these people um, have their own lives and their own problems, and everybody has more problems than we're used to having right now because of the way the world is. It's true. So <laughs> why not go to somebody that's paid to um, filter through people's mm-hmm. problems? Mm-hmm. And... I think a fresh perspective of someone that doesn't know me will help because they won't have these preconceived notions or preconceived answers mm-hmm. for whatever I'm going to bring up. Yeah. And I might fucking hate it, but I have to give it a try, you know? Yeah. So. I, and I wanted to bring it up not just because I wanted to, to figure it out by talking about it, but I think... A lot of people, even if things are good, I think this society would benefit a lot if everybody went to counseling. And mm-hmm. Even if you th- if you had your shit together and everything. Then well, it always helps to just kind of, you know. Let things out. Yep, air them out and just deal with them. And there's usually mm-hmm. something going on where you're like, yeah, I need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know? I wish my hands worked a little better because I think, like, I know my sister and a few other people I know like the therapy bake. You mm. know, I'd probably be one of those people that'd be like, I'm going to learn how to make whatever. Mm-hmm. 
trying to make him whatever. Maybe that's why I subconsciously brought up the soup play at the beginning of the episode because maybe I secretly we wanted to make four, four cheese souffle that I saw on MasterChef once, but uh, I'll never be able <laughs> oh, to Oh, that know. sounds good. <laughs> yeah, but it also looked very difficult to make. Yeah. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. How's Angie? Um, Let's get on to you. I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm working customer service, so I've definitely been noticing customers are getting more and more impatient and irritable irritable and hard to deal with and yeah it's it takes a little bit of a toll definitely mm -hmm. you know to be verbally abused all day by people because they don't have their custom built couch yet yeah yep well mm. i mean yeah i work in a furniture store and you know oh sorry i got very descriptive there but yeah. oh it's all good it's all good but um yeah, you know, customers want their orders and they want them fast. And right now, nothing is. No. Nothing is happening fast. No. <laughs> like, I'm still waiting for breaks on my sh shower and commode chair, which helps me go poop, which is relevant to the podcast because mm -hmm. I'm just tying it all back in together. <laughs> I've been waiting like mm, almost three months for these things. Yeah. And, and normally they're here within. Matter of days. Yeah. I mean, it took them over 10 months to fix my bed and get the proper parts because I have one of those fancy hospital but not hospital beds because I'm a quad, so I need to be able to raise my legs <laughs> and lower my head and tilt my bed and do all sorts of weird stuff that it's a lot of fun to push the buttons. Mm -hmm. um, and it took them 10 months to fix it. Yeah, and I think... You know, people, um, there is a good chunk of people who are understanding and, like... Realize that the world is kind of slowing down a bit. Yeah, and get it, you know? Like, mm -hmm. COVID has affected so much of our lives and our supply chain and, you know, just every industry is being impacted. Mm -hmm. But here's my question to that, too. How much of it's, like, oh, it's because of the pandemic or are people just using it? As an excuse to... Um, well, so I know some... Like, I've heard stories of you going to certain places and trying to get something, and they won't even sell it to you anymore. Like, they can't even get it. So delays is, is one thing. Like, at least you can get something, you know, that you mm. need. Um, and like, the part of it is demand, right? Everybody's at home, so everybody's demanding furniture right yeah, now. Or, yeah, and the... the they want, like we mentioned before, they want, they want it before you. They even know they want it now because mm -hmm. Amazon makes it so easy to just click a button and get everything you want. Yep. Which is sad. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna forget how to like barter in the store now because you know how you go into some stores and they will give you some wiggle room. Like I'm gonna, I'm so used to like, oh that's the price. Oh I can get it tomorrow. Okay, click. And somebody's going to drop it off mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to me, you know. Like, Can't negotiate with a computer. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it's, it's a little crazy. And you know what I do have? You and I were talking about this a little bit. Just little bits of, you know, fantasies of just like, you know, stopping whatever I'm doing in the middle of the day and just like calmly walking out. <laughs> and being yeah. like, I'm done. Or just, you should be allowed like, uh. Five or six, like, fuck yous a year. 
Or you can just be like, or you can cash in like maybe two or three of the fuck yous for like a slap, or, <laughs> yes. or, or cash them all out just to kick somebody in the groin. <laughs> right. I think all people in retail and customer service of any kind should be allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. But then again, you should be able to do that to people in customer service too, because I was dealing with. Um, tell us a couple weeks ago, oh. trying to like, um, like cut down, trying to get them to find a way to cut down on my bill, just because, like everybody else, I'm struggling to make an income right now, mm-hmm. and I need to find a way to start saving money. So I was trying to get like my my bill cut down in any way, and the guy's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir, I can't understand you." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I repeated what I said. He's like. I still can't understand you. And then he's like, uh, "Are you di- are you disabled? Are you no?" He said, "You sound like you're disabled." And I was like, "Well, isn't that ironic? Because I am." And it just went silent on the other end. Like you didn't know what to say. <laughs> I was just like, "You sound like you're disabled." Well, I am. So yeah. Ugh. But he kind of said it like snarky and laughed about it. Like, and I was like, mm, "Actually, I am." And I hope this is that one time when they're like. This is this call may be recorded for training purposes. I hope that that was the one time that it was. Uh, there was some training. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. There and I think it goes both. Just everywhere, everybody's getting snarkier, a little mm. less patient. And they're not courteous anymore. Like, mm-hmm. um, like people aren't opening doors for people anymore. You don't get anymore. Mm-hmm. Nobody like, holds the elevator for you anymore because you can only no. ride one person yeah. at a time. <laughs> no, no one says no one says please and thank you in public anymore very often. Right? No, I know, and I I don't know. I I've just I know you always give good advice about trying to just be kind to each other, and that's one thing I try. And like, if you see a grocery store worker, if you're buying groceries, just be like, "How was your day?" And yeah, thank like, you for doing what you do. Yeah, because they're putting their ass on the line too, like being others, mm-hmm. so you can get your fucking Cheetos and. And Dr. Pepper, so we mm-hmm. be nice to them. Like, and, and I get it. Some people are just assholes, and they don't deserve to be nice to But, But you don't know if someone's just having a bad day or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know? Because it's a lot easier to get in a bad mood nowadays than it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. Because we can't do anything. So you should go in expecting that people might be a little more edgy. But that doesn't give you an excuse to act like an asshole. Exactly, exactly. But I think more people are using that excuse to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. It's really showing people's true colors when they, and their true behavior with, with all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like you can see who was faking it till they make it, that's for sure. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's... It's pretty, it is, it's just, like, I'm exhausted. I know you're exhausted. We're all, we're all yeah. just friggin' just done. And I think, you know, doing some of the things that you do, like, you always make me laugh. I always have a good time when I talk to you. I think doing things like that and trying to um, talk to your friends and, t- you know, at least communicate with people. Like, people aren't even calling each other anymore. It's just kind of yeah, like, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to make it a habit of, like, um, when I wake up in the morning now, as cheesy as it sounds, to just think of, like, two or three things that I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. you know? And to to go on my way to call somebody that I haven't talked to in a while. Yeah. You know, even if it's just a voicemail or it's a quick 
quick exchange of texts, you know. Mm-hmm. It really, it helps when people, when you take somebody, good morning, how are you doing today, or, or I hope you're having a good day. Like, I know personally when I get text messages like that, um, it just makes me feel better because I know somebody's thinking about me, you know. And totally. Absolutely. I, I think people need that more. Like, one of the things that I wish I could do is... Um, I'd like to be able to volunteer some of my time more, but um, you can't go anywhere to volunteer. I know, you can't do like, anything. You know how badly out, uh, there used to be a program here in White Rock, and I'm not even sure if it exists anymore, but you used to, the community centers, one of the community centers uh, is like two blocks away from my house, and, mm-hmm. and you used to be able to walk down, and then have like a uh, chessboard set up, and you can like sit there and play chess with like... Uh, some of the seniors that go to that like yep. center and stuff and, and I'd spend like a couple hours having a couple games of chess with them and then they they share their stories about like Vietnam or like when they used to I don't know work for Pan American Airlines and mm-hmm. you know or when they'd show me pictures of their grandkids and shit like I feel bad for the people that are at the uh, like in the twilight years of their life, like people like my grandma, she's 87 years old, and like I don't want these days we're having now to be our last days because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's no way to end a hard working life, you know. So like, many people are, you know, in their late, you know, 80s ages and, and 80s and and, yeah. and dying alone, and it's really sad. Yeah. And yeah, I. I don't know. I feel like, well, it's we're kind of getting on in our time, and actually it's kind of time for shout-outs. How do you feel about doing some shout-outs? Maybe uh, get, get some positive, like, yeah yeah, 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 let's get some juice in this, you uh, know? Man, I didn't want to turn the podcast into the... <laughs> uh, we were checking in, though. That's the thing. And, you know, I think... I promise that I will have an update next week on how my search for some help... Will help the podcast because then I won't. Maybe I won't be so down next time. Oh yeah, no, you know what? It's okay to be down, and that's what we're here for. Everybody, all of your friends are here for you, and I think, you know, it's it takes a lot to reach out and to say, "Hey, I'm struggling," and mm. you know, it it's it's good for people to know that about you, so we can support you, right? Thank you. Yeah. All right, the shout outs. Shout outs. <laughs> um, um, so we want to shout out to the Yucca Tree, right? We always shout out to the Yucca Tree at 1347 Johnston Road in White Rock. Get their takeout services right now because that's all we can do. So try yeah. and support them. If you need to make yourself feel a little better, get their fried banana French toast and go sit in the sun because mm. <laughs> it is, uh, it's happiness and sunshine for your mouth and your taste buds. So. <laughs> Yep, and uh, we always shout out to the Laughing Barber. That's Darwin. He takes care of um, Ryan, and uh, he's amazing, so look him up. Yeah, because it's now nice outside, and you can no longer have your uh, pandemic haircut. So (laughs) please be presentable for the public when you go out there and go see wonderful people like Darwin. Yes. All right. All right, so yeah, I mean, we, we talked a lot. We checked in today. And uh, we had some laughs. We had some... Yeah, I don't know where that laugh... We of, started out with a lot of laughs. I know. It's like I, 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 was, I just blew my load in the first, like, 
two minutes of the podcast with the whole giggle thing, but um, just please be safe out there and be good to each other and be kind and take care of yourself and take care of others by taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Bye. Bye. Was that a good bell? Yeah, it felt awesome. (laughs) I feel better now. All right.